Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ante E bidrar till att idrotten i Trundlag kan ta vara på goda idéer och goda talenter. Vi ger tillbaka och stöttar Trundersk bredde och toppfotboll. Check ut ante.no för mer info. Lara, Daruba, Jamaica, alla dagar ser du kanske Petter, men uh, this is a known song for Urini. It has to be. Because Aruba is in the song, and you have been coaching the national team of Aruba. Yes, fantastic place, Aruba, uh, for the holidays. And it was also good for me to be there around some so now and then to uh, to practice with the national team. Yeah. Because most of those players are playing in the Netherlands in the local uh, competition, amateur competition. And half of the players are still uh, living in Aruba. So, uh, yes, we prepared them for some uh, international games. It was a great time. Better, better place for a holiday than for being a national coach, or? Yes, yes, much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's totally yeah, two different things. As I said, uh, the circumstances yeah. are there. It's a great lifestyle and it's a fantastic uh, place. It's a part of the Netherlands, so it's it's nice to be there. Uh, so, but the job was uh, next to my job as a director of the academy from Pek Zwolle. We yeah. worked very close with uh, uh, with the people from Aruba. And uh, they asked me to uh, to come in so now and then and to look after the boys and prepare them for uh, international games. So uh, it, it was for me like an, a great thing to combine it with the role as academy director because mostly you're off the pitch. And it brought me, uh, gave me some opportunities to be on the pitch as well by uh, by being a coach. <laughs> but, Petr, yeah. uh, we have checked his results in Aruba. Ah, not too good though. It depends how you look at it. <laughs> it depends Does how you look really? at it because it depends on what the expectations are. Yeah, and, uh, sure. and the expectations are like uh, they were not so uh, so high because they didn't expect that they have any chance to win those games. Mm. And uh, I remember the San Vincent and the Granitas, was it? I was expecting that the two opponents was exactly one opponent to play two times. Yeah. San Vincent <laughs> and the Granitas. Well, I thought it's two games. <laughs> but uh, but it, was <laughs> it was two games but against the same opponent. So the first game we lost and the second game uh, we had a fantastic game and uh, we won that game with a lot of uh, spectators uh, so we got a big applause mm. but it didn't brought us to the next round but ah. everybody was very happy okay 
Som du kører da, folkens, uh, uh, den første, nu er vi der, ja. nu snakker vi norsk. Nå snakker vi den norsk. første går under kallenavnet Rini, men heter egentlig Marinus Johannes. Uh, the head of the board, uh, Ivar Koteng, is also named Johannes. Is that a coincidence? <laughs> no, yeah, it's in my passport it says Marinus Johannes, but my uh, my name to call me is just Rini. Yeah. When but did that start? Since I was born. It also, they always said no, Rini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's always always was Rini. Ah. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, so Marinus is strange for you. Marinus is the name in the passport, yeah. uh, and that's actu- actually my father has the same. Only his name is Rinus, like Rinus Mikkels. Yeah. But my name is uh, Rini. Uh, mostly little in Rini when I was uh, when I was young, but uh, yeah, in the past, what it says, Marina's Johannes. So your mom, when you were little uh, and she was uh, calling you in for a supper, for instance, she didn't call Marinus. No, 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 Marinus no. Johannes. <laughs> no, Rini. Supper time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Rini has been in the job for a full month now, um, and you have learned three words in Norwegian, as I know: indreløper, overtal, and utgangsposition. The latest just before the rematch in Macedonia. And Dusentak. Dusentak as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't think those words are a coincidence. Indreløper and overtal. No, indreløper was for me uh, uh, the, one of the first thing I noticed because we talked about attacking uh, midfielders. Mm. Uh, it depends on how you look at it, but they're called the interlopers. I don't, know, I don't know now where that comes from, but yeah, I prefer to use it as much as I can. Yeah. If I talk about those attacking midfielders, it's better to use them in the loppers. But if you look, if you look at that, for example, uh, the inner loppers, but still you can have two inner loppers who have just a different role. And are you calling them still inner lopper? Yes or no? Or is it just an attacking midfield? That depends a bit how you look at it. Uh, da blir it, it sounds speak. like a proper Dutch word when you say indelopper. No, 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 it sounds like no. it. It is. You yeah. can take it back yeah. home and say indelopper. <laughs> at, at least it's, it's, <laughs> it tells me that it's more like a, a midfielder who runs a lot. Yeah, that's uh, from box to box. In the yeah. runner. Yes, but sometimes <laughs> it's uh, not necessary to run. No. But uh, they're still indelopper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and the other, and that will be my day, Peter. Yeah. Uh, Jeg fikk jo seks i karakteren engelsk på videregående, så det her bør jo gå som smør. Ja. Uh, hører jo med til historien at læreren i engelsk da var en engelsk litt sånn eldre dame og var veldig forelsket i faren min, som var tysk lærer. Meget spesielt dame. Så derfor så... Pappa er jo godt gift og ikke noe problem der, men hun så veldig sånn intenst på meg her time. Det var ubehagelig, men jeg ble belønnet med sekser i karakterboka, så det her bør jo gå som Smør, for nu kommer det til å bli litt norsk og litt engelsk. Så hun satt og så på deg, og fantaserte oh. på faren din, og ga deg en sekser? Det er spesielt. Det er ufint. <laughs> <laughs> så blir det her interessant da, Petter, fordi um, du er jo den tredje, og ikke, du skal jo straks inn i jaktmodus, så får du det der adrenalin skumle drag over øynene, og overtenning, og der elgehelsikes, men uh, du er jo den som klipper podcasten etterpå, og resurserer, og vi har jo en, vi har jo en uh, regel om at vi aldrig klipper, fordi at uh, one take takes it all, som vi sier. Og nu blir det engelsk, og du kommer til å være like stab på det i dag, eller? Selv sagt, vi har gjort ett unntak da, vi kan ja. jo si det for å legge ut en sånn liten teaser. Vi ja, kommer aldri ja. å si hva det klippet går Nei. ut på, men noen kom en gang i skade for å komme en hemmelighet som var for stor. Ja. Og den måtte vi rett og slett ta bort, for at den uh, hadde ikke vært i offentligheten sist, og skulle heller ikke være det. Nei. Så den forsvant i klippet. Det var, en, det var jo en rosmorspiller, eller? Ja, det var det. Ja, okay. vi, og det gjorde vi. Og så i tillegg til det da, så har jeg lyst til å legge meg litt flat. Ja, Man skal gjøre det når man... Og det er forrige gang så bannet jeg to ganger. Ja. Jeg sa blant annet at nu får Bentner faen meg skjerpe seg. Ja. Men så funket det. 
Ja, så kanske ska jag bara fortsätta med det. Han skåra. Vi ska snacka mer om det att vart ja. med Tokusa som men. Ja da. Men jag väljer att se si urskyll och så angrar man kanske inte så väldigt för det funkar. Ja, det funkar. Eh, uh, fyra målpoäng på två kamper. Ja. Men det betyder att vi är er igång och då kommer det att bicka lite engelsk lite norsk. Hoppar dock det går det, det må gå bra. Ja, det går bra. And uh, six victories, uh, two draws, only one loss uh, Rini. I have to ask Peter Peter first. Innovation. Vad är er dommen? Over han som sitter sammen med oss her i dag, Grine Kolen Nej, det er mer enn godkjent Jeg synes han har gjort det bra Mange har sett ting de liker å se av Rosenborg Resultatene er kurant Og det er jo direkte sammenlignbart med Kåre sin start det er, altså, Hvis du gjør den direkte sammenligningen Så er ja. det jo hakket bedre ja. Så, men han har jo vær, akkurat nu har Rini Kolen verdens beste jobb ja. Han er vikar Og, og har på en måte ryggen fri Og kan Han kan gjøre det samme som Kåre gjorde det første halvåret Da han var vikar Og så er det spennende å se på fortsettelsen Men ja, starten er mer enn godkjent Ja, men han har da utviklet litt her også Du sa forrige uke i podcasten at du, du savner litt utvikling men, men jeg er jo ikke helt enig i det Men, men nu så du 4-3-kamp sist Vi skal snakke om det, men det var jo artig Han har helt åpenbart fått Niklas Bentner til å fungere bedre som midtspiss i Rosenborg Og det utgjør sinnssykt mye Og så har de truffet fantastisk godt med Jebali Så skulle kanskje ikke så veldig mye mer til Så har han også noen fire alternativer På de to sittende midtbaneposisjonene sine ja. Det er også en fin ting Fire gode sittende uh, Rini Hvor uh, er start? Uh, Petter, he told only good things about you now If you don't understand his <laughs> Norwegian, fast Norwegian, trønder Norwegian But uh, what can you say yourself? Six victories, two draws, only one loss And that was in the first game Yeah, the first game was of course very difficult Because that's uh, With all the respect uh, for us But Celtic was a different level the, uh, and we played against home against here against them very very good I think we deserved the win as well in tactical way we were better and uh, individual better so we deserved the win so the gap was not that big in that game but away we started well a very good organization and we took the decision to, to, to change a little bit the midfield but it helped us it surprised them a bit by playing a little bit different than they expected mm. they had to do that because of our decision uh, we scored the good goal but we also have a few mo- minutes in the game. I remember a few minutes before halftime and a few minutes after halftime, uh, we give a bit the, 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 the game away uh, at moments where we still were fresh. So that was not good. And in the end, we lost 3-1, but it also was the opportunities for them to score a goal more. But uh, losing 3-1, then that means that you still had a chance. And we went for it. We did everything what we could do to, do to create that. Unfortunately, we didn't uh, succeed, but we had a good game. So yes, Celtic was a different level, uh, but we still we adapted pretty good to the level. And yes, the first game was, was lost, mm. uh, but it was not but simple to win game, that game. Eight yeah. eight games without losing, six victories. It yes, for has us to be a good feeling. Yeah, that was that was good because it's not so much uh, possible to do better than that, mm. uh, having all those results, but also like in development of the playstyle. Was what what satisfied me most is that we have more numbers of players available now. And uh, yeah, think what what we discussed already weekly is the, is the, the different on the midfields, like playing with a V or the other way around, mm. like one holding on two two attacking midfielders. We know exactly what in we're talking about in the Lopez, <laughs> yes. So and also combining that with uh, playing with wingers with Bentner and having uh, coming on the midfield as an extra player or with. Uh, um, uh with Jebali on the wing, that's totally different. But adapt to the style of play like uh, in a different on the midfield. And I think at the moment the boys are flexible to do it. And what they did as well in the, in the last game, they, they changed the midfield by themselves, by changing the V. So that, I think that's something what, uh, what I like to see. Uh, seeing the options and every time we, we look from week till week, 
if it's necessary to play in uh, in the V on the midfield or the other way around. That depends on which players are available. Mm. How can we hurt our opponent in the best way? But also, is it a home game or away game? And, and what is the strength and the weakness of the opponent? Mm. But uh, the change uh, uh, constantly on the midfield like that uh, in the start of the game and during the game, I think that's what makes us a little bit more flexible and at the boys they are dealing with it mm. pretty okay at the moment. Also, I actually but uh, uh, yeah. one of the points I said was one of the things I was pointing out is that as long as you are a caretaker for we don't know how long, you're in the perfect position because there's no downside to your job. If you lose, well, you're still just <laughs> misunderstood me wrong. You're still the caretaker and there's there's just a positive side to the job that you're doing for Rosenberg now is that how is it to be in that position? Mm. Feels like you don't have the critics so hard on your back. No, but th- you can imagine if 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 we if we didn't play uh, uh, the level of the games that we played now from the start and we didn't have our results, then probably the pressure will be on every coach. And if it was me or somebody else, that doesn't matter. So I I, I didn't look at it in that perspective. So actually, it's not like there's nothing to lose because we had a lot to lose, and also me as a person, because uh, yeah, if you take over that job, you want to have success for the team, for the club, but also for yourself. Uh, so yeah, the definitely there was pressure, but it was easy for me just to with my staff together. It's not only me; I will do that. I have to uh, give the credits to the whole staff and the players, of course, uh, the way we work together and how we develop uh, our style of play at the moment. And we are enjoying our work every day, so that's uh, that's very important. But uh, yeah, the pressure is all the time there as a head coach. So you, because you need to have results, but at the same time, it's for me like focus from game to game and uh, and do the best as you can and make sure that there is development and demanding and all those kind of things. So uh, yeah, I felt that pressure myself just about that's what you have to do as a coach. But I didn't feel the pressure from outside. I think circumstances for me as a coach are good and good to uh, uh, to prepare the team but the difficulty was of course by coming new as a coach and, and not knowing squad, all the players with and the player uh, squad who letter the, uh, post the letter with the very supported uh, coach who had to to go how was that was it difficult yeah, to no, get I in I that can, no, can no, tell no, me about no, the no, first yes. time you entered the yeah that was simple it was actually simple because uh, as i already mentioned before i was also not celebrating about the situation because if you understand that i had a different role and also Kurda was one of the persons who supported me in the role when I was as the, the director of academy. And we worked uh, daily together. So there was no any reason to celebrate this about the situation. But uh, I had to take the job and uh, I was happy to do it because of uh, uh, I'm working in this club and you have to take responsibility. And of course, I spoke afterwards about that with Kurda as well because uh, it was not nice for no one. Uh, not only uh, Kurde but also Eric who, who left and, uh, and I was very happy that I could uh, organize that uh, Trond could support me in the, in the role with that because he was the guy who I know now from uh, six months before mm-hmm. I started in this role. So uh, and I think uh, and w- we ac- accepted the reaction of the team and also they accepted my acceptation as a role as yeah. a role as a tech caretaker coach because we have to, we have to show commitment and from day one. We spoke about that, and the players also told me that this has nothing to do with me taking over as head coach. But it's more like uh, the situation regarding Kurda, and they were allowed to say what they felt about it. But, 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 but at the same time, they said uh, from day one we're gonna have commitment, and we're gonna support this uh, this 
uh, this coaching stuff and that's what they did from from minute number one but you said that you had spoken to Cora afterwards yeah uh, what can you tell us about those conversations yes and uh, I, I didn't uh, call them directly the day, the day after but uh, three days later I had a call with him and I spoke about it and uh, what happened and how he feels now and uh, and he, of course he understood that I'll take over the role and Actually, a few days later, we were traveling to the uh, to play an international game, and uh, I saw him in the hotel as well because yeah. he was uh, having some lunch there. So we spoke again. So now we just have normal conversation, and then uh, and uh, he understood that the situation was there, that we had to take over, and uh, that's what you uh, sometimes uh, uh, go through as a head coach. It's not what you want as a head coach, but. You're hired to be fired sometimes. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's the rule. But it's not should be not like that. But that's unfortunately it happens sometimes. The first big thing that happened when you took over was a big media thing about when did you actually get the yes. message? Yes. Because you misspoke, didn't you, yes. on the press conference yes. in front of the Celtic game? Yes. And this was this grew to a big thing. Yes. How did and you I, react I, on I, that? I can't understand that because I think that for me it was like I was so clear about that that we mentioned the wrong day. And I and I said already three four times how it was, and still people trying to make something different about it. So I don't think that was fair. But I think uh, we qualified it the day the days after that it was totally different because it was the way it uh, f- finally was. Because the, the the day after the game, I was asked to uh, have a chat with the chairman, and uh, and then he told me about the situation. Uh, so, uh, but I, I pronounced the wrong day, and that is everything to do. I was expected that the game was played on Sunday, so I mentioned Monday, but the game was not played on uh, played on Wednesday. Sunday. Yes, on Wednesday. So actually, it was Thursday. So it was actually, uh, yeah, a misunderstanding. But that's exactly the way it was. So it was not uh, the way people thought it was. Was that 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 was if that was the case, that was very rude if that was the situation. So, so I cleared it up, and I think. Uh, uh, so I was mis I was uh, as uh, I mentioned the wrong day. That's, yeah. def- that's definitely mm. what I what I did wrong. Yeah, uh, never do it again. That's the lesson. <laughs> yes, <laughs> unless you it want can, big it can happen <laughs> if you make a mistake like that. But it's it's a uh, it's not good to make it a big point of it if everybody understood afterwards that it was not uh, not the way they thought it was, but just the way. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that I, that I mentioned the wrong day. That's, sure. that's the only thing. Uh, Vi skal snakke litt om norsk igjen. Vi skal snakke litt om... Fordi en ting er hva Rini selv sier her nå om forandringer. Han snakker om snudd ved. Han snakker om et tilpassningsdyks i Rosenborg, som faktisk da mot Skandia snudde ved en selv, da han fant ut at det var litt trøbbel i tårnet. Petter, du har vært på trening nå et par uker etter at du begynte på jobb igjen. Hva slags forandringer ser du? Altså, jeg se, har Rent fysisk så er det veldig lett å si at alle de små banene som Rosenborg spilte mye på på tampen av kåreperioden, de er bort. Alle banene er veldig mye større. Det er liksom det enkleste å se. Så blir det fort litt sånn, uh, litt sånn avansert. Men uh, det er jo interessant at han lar spillerene selv få lov til å velge hvilken formasjon de skal spille, at de kan gjøre om det underveis i en match. Det ligner jo på å gi spillerene en lillefinger. Det har flere Rosenborg-trenere gjort før uten kjempesuksess. Tørum for eksempel, du vet han tok over som Vikar. It's quite interesting that you that you let the players themselves decide what kind of formation they want to play on the midfield. No, it's not the Why uh, do you do it? No, it's, it depends on how you look at it. What I want is get players, we have to prepare players uh, to make decisions every moment in the game. 
so if you talk about like let's say uh, the change on the midfield mm. it can happen that you feel as a midfielder that uh, that you give some space away and and uh, that's what they did in the last game so they decided to uh, to change one holding midfielder and they bring in two holding midfielders and play with a number 10 but that was more suitable for the game what is that moment was uh, was uh, uh, what should have happened and and uh, and that that's so very close it's not a big huge different difference but it can make a little detail about how to attack and how to uh, defend. Uh, um, so it's about taking initiative. And by changing sometimes the V, it's sometimes because the opponent is better and you have to be very clear on the midfield. So it's clear that who's going to take responsible for which player defensively. And at the same time, you can take a decision by rotate the midfield and take initiative. So the opponent has to take some decisions to uh, against you as a as a team so but could it be a possible uh, downside there that you kind of leave some of the well that you're one that you're a little bit less boss when you let them no, decide no, not at all <laughs> no, not at all <laughs> not at all i really look forward that my players are capable enough to take decisions sometimes themselves what about if you think you're going to play in a stadium of fifty thousand people yeah. then Things have to be decided, but it's more like uh, uh, it's it's pretty simple. But sometimes it's just a few meters changing position, and your role is going to be a little bit different. Uh, so it's it's uh, it, it's normal the way I look at the at football, um, and it's more about uh, some little details to change instead of playing the whole changing the whole system. Uh, that that's not the plan. Of course, you from the start of the game you decide if you're going to play with a V or the other way around. But it can happen during the game that you change it, or maybe just a part of the game that you can change it. And, and I think that's something what the players have to be capable enough to take that decision sometimes themselves, if they think it's necessary. Uh, if they take a decision to do that, and I, th I think together with my staff, it's probably not the right decision to do that now, then of course we will change that and tell them. But it feels much better sometimes if they take that decision themselves. That means that they are thinking about what's happening instead of all the time waiting for the coach mm. uh, to tell them what to do. And they, then have they, they have to understand the game themselves. Mm. And then one other ob obvious uh, difference now compared to the last weeks and once of course time is that it seems like all the pitches on the training field is larger. Koda played a lot on very small pitches. Today mm. it was the whole pitch almost. All the time. Is um, that yeah, what what we do is, because uh, I'm not familiar about how things were before I was there, and what I, at least what I know is that yes, they talk, they they work a little bit about tactical uh, things, of course, uh, but that more in in lines, so the back four or the midfielders or the str or the strikers. And at the moment, we don't have so much time to prepare ourselves in a tactical way because it's mostly combined with the recovery session, like today. But still, we try to connect players with each other. Uh, because some of them have to come, they are new and they have to adapt in the, in the system. Uh, but we're trying to bring in the tactical way a little bit more like using 11 against 11 or 8 against 8 or the players close to each other. And then you have to work on a bigger pitch. Uh, but we are we are changing that constantly. Sometimes you need small side of games because you need the intensity in the training sessions. But if you think about tactical training sessions, then I prefer to play with a with more space and more players who are connected with each other, sometimes with defenders and sometimes without defenders. Uh, so yeah, that, that's definitely uh, a part of our tactical training sessions. So we see also that 
att uh, uh, vad ska jag säga si? att det är er mycket som jag säger helökt alltså hela elvern du ser ofta starta runt Rosmoln och Petter uh, det är er väldigt tydligt på vem som ska starta stort sett och med med alla 11 och så bytte någon platser och så sist så bytte jag ju Jebali och Bentner lite och så var Bentner lite spiss samman Sörlund och sån men väldigt tydlig uppspel och väldigt tydliga bevegelser enten 4-2-3-1 eller 4-3-3 uh, en annan ting som är er väldigt tydlig är er det man management uh, som vi snackade om i förra uke Petter vi kan ju utfordra in på det för det att the the training session I've been witnessed uh, it's like Tron is uh, having charge of the if it's intensive game intensive uh, sessions and you go uh, walk around and talk with with individuals one on one one on one one on one what do you talk about yeah what happens a lot is uh, of course in uh, mostly after the training uh, we talk about the session for the next day and of course in the morning we come together we run to all the players who are available and the training sessions, how, go, how it's going to be fit in. And uh, mostly I give the guidelines what I want in the training session, what are the headlines in the training session, how we're going to build up the warming up through the middle part of the training, what sometimes is tactical and like the finishing is like kind of a finalizing game. Mm. So I will give that direction and then Trond, uh, together with the rest of the staff, of course, with Hugo, they fit in the, the numbers and the, and the positions and I can check it. So then the the game the the training is in the hands of the of uh, of Trond yeah. and Hugo, so that gives me the opportunity to have an overview mm. about everything what I see, and uh, then I can pick the individual players out of it if I think they need some extra information mm. from me. Uh, and mostly when it comes to the tactical point of the training sessions, then I want to be myself in the middle of the training, and. Uh, tell them what I want uh, when we don't have the ball and when we have the ball. So that's more a moment when I come in place and for the rest it's more like uh, it's organized by me compared together with the middle, with the staff of course uh, but then it's more I use more the the coaching uh, as, as the, the the game is on. Not so by, much shouting by, as by Nils Arne did 10-15 years ago. <laughs> they don't shout so much. No, that's some, no not that, not that Quite much. Silent. It's sometimes necessary if you really are angry about something but if you talk about the tactical thing it's not, not important to, uh, to show. It's better to show them what the what what have to be done, <laughs> but that can happen sometimes that you're not happy with something. That most happens with a with a small side of uh, of game. There was last week or the week before something what I was not happy with. Of course, have to step in, mm. and I can just shout and tell everyone what I think about it, or I can bring the group together and explain them mm. in just uh, easy words what I think what is not have to be done. So sometimes it's necessary to step up of a coach and have some shoutings, but not all the time. <laughs> so uh, so now then yes. As you know, uh, Niklas Bentner is the biggest player in this club and there's no podcast without yes. a big sequence about uh, Bentner. But before we come uh, to that point, uh, there, there's, a, there's a small drawback behind the results the last couple of games. And that's the, that's the incapacity to close down the game. Uh, why did you let Gutze back into the game? And why didn't you manage to close down 3-0 against Chandler? Yeah, Of course, there's something what we discussed and uh, what, what could be the reasons for that. Uh, does that annoy we will you not, a lot? We will not, uh, sorry? Does that annoy you a lot? Do you use a lot yeah, of energy it, on that? Yeah, because it was not necessary, mm-hmm. yes, because it, for us it's but to analyze from wh- what is the problem, why did that happen? And uh, we didn't mention that we talked about that's because of uh, we are tired, because uh, our opponent was tired as well. So, But they managed to have the ball more than, than we. And that's something that it's much more difficult to have a lot of sprints and transition moments if you don't have the ball than if you have the ball because it doesn't cost you so much energy. Mm. So I think that's something what we uh, what we talked about. By we wanted to score that 
article so hard and we really were looking forward but at the same time we're giving a lot of space away and every time you have to deal with the transition moments and transition moments from having the ball and losing the ball that's that costs you a lot of energy so there are moments in the game you drop a bit after a block of 20 minutes for example that's possible there's a little bit zone where you where you play but when you have the ball then it's sometimes you, then you have to decide to be more precise about what kind of choices you're gonna make are you prepare yourself for another attack moment and playing the killing pass or you prepare to keep the ball a little bit longer so you can recover and at the same time uh, controlling the game so I, I think I think for us is uh, uh, finding out in those moments defensively go back in the formation uh, playing more compact inst instead of giving space away uh, that's one thing and the second thing is uh, yeah then if you receive the ball in, in, in transition moments then what are you gonna do with it and I think then uh, they have to be finding more balance in th choosing the attacking moment or keeping the ball longer in the team and I think that last thing I think we can improve in that but then again if you wonder if you're wondering the like in all audience they prefer the last result instead of, instead of one nil Yes, I understand, understand <laughs> it. In that perspective, in that perspective, we're, uh, uh, it was we're a perfect very happy, yes. perfect game, but not for the coach, of course. <laughs> it is different if you, if you, uh, uh, and even if you, if you, if you win four three, and uh, and you scored that goal in the last minute, the winning goal, then the feeling will also be different than yeah. you lost four three. Heart attack football uh, for a coach. We should talk about the Mogol Tidra. So tactic, prat with Rini Kolen, that's a gold worth. So we took us time now. We've had a grundig gennomgang of offensive, defensive, what he thinks. It's super good. But today, on Monday, when we played in the podcast, Tuesday today. I går kveld da, når vi spiller podcasten, så var det jo det styremøtet. Rine var der, eh, hvor det blant annet ble satt opp den bruttolista med treneren, Petter. Eh, Koteng, vi snakket om han i dag, han ville ikke si for mye om innholdet, annet enn at Rini, he is on the list. Of course you're on the list. Eh, og, og at det er en lang liste med både norske og internasjonale navn. Eh, you have been very silent about your future as a, as a permanent uh, Rosenborg coach. Uh, your possible future. Yeah, possible future, but... <laughs> I also heard that uh, you have said that you'll be disappointed for four days if you don't <laughs> get the job. Four days and then you'll go back to yeah. be academy uh, boss and be doing that job very well. Uh, what can you say to us about the, about the future now? Because if you are true to the group stage on Thursday uh, and you'll be a title challenger of the season, why not Rini Kulen? Yes, why not? So, so that's, uh, I'm, I'm, on the list. I'm on the list, so that's uh, very positive to yeah. hear. Uh, and yesterday we had that meeting uh, with the members of the club and uh, that question has been asked as well and, uh, and I mentioned yes of course it will be fantastic if we can continue in that role because it's a top job in a top club and uh, and how uh, and of course I was enjoying my role as a director of academy as well and what I explained them if the decision is made by the club not continue with me and that's their decision uh, then I will uh, have to accept that and, um, and then I will be disappointed if I said for one day, two, three, maybe four. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I will take, take over my role what I had before because I was enjoying that role as well. I just, I'm just enjoying to be working at this club. Mm. And if it's up to me, if I personally have a choice, of course, it will be ridiculous if, if I don't will take the, the head coach role instead of the director academy role. But if it's not, if it's not then, it's, then it's the decision from the club. I will accept that and uh, move on to my role 
and uh, and challenging the role what I had before. But then we heard it better. For the first time, he said it will be fantastic to be a permanent Rosenborg trainer. Of course, he wants the job. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, it will be ridiculous if I just uh, mentioned that uh, that's not interesting. Yeah, of so course. that's uh, yeah. that's. Uh, but that's something. Uh, uh, as of course, I spoke with uh, with Stig about it and with uh, with the uh, with with the chairman, of course. Uh, but not more than this, mm. and uh, so it's 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 up to them, and, and I'm very happy and proud that I'm one of the candidates, and uh, so we'll see what happens. And uh, another thing, there was a board meeting last night as well, and somebody told me that you gave them a uh, kind of tactical uh, <laughs> course, yes. like this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest, we'll be talking about it now, and it's it's uh, and, and yesterday we yes we had the board meeting, and it was for me time to have a review about what happens. In the from the the first day till now, what kind of processes we went through, what kind of processes we are in the middle at, at and what probably what kind of process we have to go through in the future. So that's just uh, was my review. Yeah. Uh, but to explain them a bit about it uh, and especially about the style of play, I think it was uh, good for me that I can use also a board with the magnets, so that gives just a confirmation <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. How I can uh, show that on the board, and I think that's. It was not going in detail too much, but it was very simple to explain w- why we're doing things and uh, why we did it and, w- and 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 what have to be done in the future. How would, you how would you describe the football knowledge amongst the Rosenberg that board? Is, is that the board no, is that is, are they okay? That is good enough because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sure the message I get across, they, they understood it, but I got a lot of questions. Yeah. And uh, out of that questions, and really can... Uh, I really do understand that the knowledge is uh, more than good enough to uh, to be a board member. Det sitter jo en del kompetente folk i Vega Regem, Liverpool, Rune Blatset var alle verdens yes, yes, 16. beste fotballspillere i sin tid på sitt beste, og Fredrik Vinsens er jo ikke helt borte vekk fotballmessig han heller. Men, men før vi går videre så skal vi bare ta kjapt, hva tror du Petter, altså, Noen storfisker står på den lista. Vi har jo snakket om for eksempel hva legger Rosenborg i 4-3-3. Hvis for eksempel Mikael Løvdrup da, dette er tatt fra hofta, for det har ingen belegg for å snakke om, men norsk kone, jeg er ikke noe glad i norsk fotball, 4-4-2-mann, eller for eksempel Thomas Kristiansen da, som var i APOL, da Rosenborg røk for dem, kontra en veldig trygg løsning som har funket veldig bra i Rinne Kohl. Vi trenger jo egentlig ikke å tro noen ting, for Koteng har jo sagt ganske mye om det, og det har vi jo sagt før, og vi kan jo gjenta det. Altså, det finns pengar i den lommeboka til å hente en mye større fisk enn inn i kolen, sånn navnemessig, og som sikkert også krever sju ganger i lønn omtrent. Ja, kanskje ikke sju da, men i hvert fall noen ganger flere. Så den muligheten ligger der fortsatt, og det synes jeg er bra at den gjør også, når man går in i starten på en trenerjakt. Man kan ikke, det har vært en, det har tidligere vært prosesser som har vært mer sånne skinnprosesser, ikke sant? For man har latet som man har lettet ja. til en trener, og så har man egentlig faktisk egentlig vært ferdig før de begynte. Så det tror jeg er fint. Og vi har jo et inntrykk av at den lista akkurat nu er ganske lang også. Det er også bra at den er, for at man må jo se på de väldigt många kandidater som finns och så är er det ju andra ting som igen pekar mot för exempel kulen nämligen det att alltså Kotang säger att han har god tid men den tidslinjen han stipple Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Det er jo ikke spesielt lang egentlig, for det er jo mange trenere som sitter på kontrakter, og så mye penger vet ikke om Rosenborg har at de kan kjøpe ut en stor fisk av en kontrakt, det blir verre, tror jeg. Sånn at, uh, the conclusion, Rinis, uh, on that list, perhaps 15 names for all I know, uh, Rinikolen, or a big, expensive, huge fish. What do you think, Sal? A name, a big name. <laughs> Even <laughs> bigger than yours. I have no idea, but I don't think it's important for me to think about those things because that's uh, that's other people have to decide that. Uh, but if if somebody has to replace me, I have to be a very good one. <laughs> a very good <laughs> that one. That was a good, yeah, uh, a good line. We let we let it lie with that. We talk a little bit about players as well. Um, Spillejakten i Norwegian, players hunting. Nej, jeg tænker det. Men uh, tyske Hamburg har været på Leikendal de to sidste Europa-kampen. Hvem dem kigger på, det vet vi ikke. Men det vi vet, Peter, er at uh, skal Rosenborg sælge nogen nu, så er det antageligvis kanskje bare Niklas Bentner som får lov til at gå. Uh, Andre Hansen får ikke gå for 15 millioner nu, når vinduet er stengt i Norge. Uh, Anders Tonsen får ikke gå for 20 millioner nu, når det er ikke for 30 eller når det er stengt i Norge. Så det er kanskje åbning for kun én mand. Niklas Bentner aner ikke om Hamburg er å kikke på han. Det eneste når å se, det har vært snakk om Zürich, det har vært snakk om litt om Tyrkia, det går noen rykter om her og der. Stille fra offisielt hold, altså det kildene vi har inn i Rosenborg sier at det har ikke skjedd noe konkret, ikke noe bud. Nå er det tre dager igjen. Men det er ingen grunn til å sitte rolig i stolen, fordi at det er tre dager igjen, som du sier, men det å hente en type som Niklas Bentner nå, det er, jeg ser for meg at det fort kan skje helt på tampen av et avgangsvindue. Det var det jo i fjor også, med Bordeaux, ikke sant? Så det var helt på tampen at det, at det rørte seg. Ganske kraftig, det er litt spennende. Jeg vet ikke om Kolen vil si det, men vi kan jo spørre den. It's only three days left of the transfer window. Uh, and maybe there's only one guy who's really interesting for the rest of the football world. His name is Niklas Bentner, and you really got a good start on him f- on the last two games. How anxious are you to uh, to potentially lose him? Uh, n- not at the moment, to be honest, because uh, uh, there will be some... Uh 
uh, interest in more players from us. That's possible. That always can happen in the last day of the transfer window. And players like Nicholas, yeah, they will always be in the last hours. Still, something can happen. Yeah. Uh, and uh, at the moment, I really hope that we can keep the squad together. And that thing, I think, all the club is thinking like like that. But uh, there are some moments which can happen that uh, a club will come for a player. Let's say Nicholas. And if it's about uh, a good transfer fee and it's a huge opportunity for a player, then probably it's not possible to stop that. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that, that that's going to happen, <laughs> of course, because we <laughs> prefer to keep him uh, longer. But those things can happen and that's also something what a part of business uh, brings in football. And also that's also not, not about what's the best for the club, but also sometimes you have to deal also with the situation of the player. So uh, if you have players like uh, Nicholas in your squad, then things can always happen at the last moment of the transfer window because that will happen. That's all the time in every transfer window. There's uh, a moment like that. So, and uh, I don't have to take that decision. Uh, other people are taking that decision when the time is right. Mm -hmm. So for us as a staff, is just to see what happens and uh, and uh, and play with the players who are available. But, but if you were but did you agreed with us. He is the guy that potentially can leave the club now for the last three days. He he will he will be the main target, f potentially main target for for any club. Uh, most most of the clubs are uh, at the end they're looking for last solutions for strikers, for yes. example, people who can make the difference. Uh, but that can also have happened with a defender or a midfielder or a goalkeeper, for example. But uh, mostly it's about those type of players. Uh, but also because of also he's also. Uh, at Rosenborg maybe to use Rosenborg for the next step uh, uh, again so uh, yes you always have to be aware uh, about that that can happen and as a coach uh, we have to accept that you don't have to be happy with it but it's the way it is and other people taking those decisions and, and as I said uh, then you but have to deal permanent. with the situation if you've been the permanent head coach then pro probably you had more to say in a case like that or um, uh, yes, I know, probably, but I still, if 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 that was the case, then then I still, as a coach, you have to accept sometimes uh, transfers like that, because it also can happen that that you as a club are not happy with it because you're, it's not the big money you get for, but it's something what it's normal to let them go. But if the if the player really wants it, and you're gonna stop that. Uh, how are you gonna finish the rest of the season with that with that player? So it's it's uh, it's it's from both sides. And uh, as I said, we really hope that uh, that he will continue staying with us because for us we cannot bring somebody else in anymore, and uh, we prefer not to lose any player. But in transfer windows, and as I said, players like him, it's always possible, and uh, and that's what we have as a coaching staff. If it's happening. Then we have to accept it and move on with the players who are available. But I really hope that it's not going to happen. Vi tar ett bentersmorsmål til siden vi er inn på temaet. Også Benten har levert sesongens to beste kampene på rappen for Rosenborg. Nicholas Benten har just played his two best games of the season, the last two games. To what extent is that your credit? What have you done with Nicholas Benten? First of all, I think it depends how you look at it again. Because he was very very important in the other games when he was not playing a central striker because we also have another good central striker Sutter is also a very good player and they, they managed together to play together in the first part of the of, of our games because we didn't have the players on the wing and he played there good as well he was very important for us to having the overload on the midfield only his position was a little bit further away from the target the goal and uh, and everybody was of course busy about uh, yeah but Nicholas has to score goals but Nicholas was fine with the role he had because he wanted to play in the team and he's a team player. 
But of course, if you look back now, the last weeks he was playing as a central striker. Uh, that is his best position. And then you can see that he could be very dangerous in, in all the aspects. So you don't take like any uh, credit there. Like, uh, it's the first game, it's <laughs> the first two games, uh, in my opinion, that he as a central as a striker has done a good job in his press play as a def- as a the first defense yeah, yeah but it's up not up to me to tell that's why that he went out on the wing benefit for, that we are coaching staff working with them and uh, we are preparing <laughs> for them and, and uh, no, I will not do that uh, <laughs> it's, it's he feels comfortable and he feels happy and he takes initiative and he scores goals ah, it's just fantastic to see him playing but it's not only Benton there are more players but if you talk about him yes he's, he's doing well he feels good and he has the freedom and and he takes the responsibility so that's fantastic. Tore Rolbe og straks eh uh, och vi ska snacka om Rini själv, själv själv. Marking men eh Paul för du har du Peter har träffat någon Paul först av allt Rini short what do you think about Paul injured again unlucky yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yes. I feel very sorry for him because uh, what we managed is the last weeks is to get him back on track in the best way and the benefit was that we have two wingers like him and Levy so we can rotate him a, a little bit. Uh, sometimes coming in, sometimes have a start, mm-hmm. and I think that was the progress what he needed to go to the next step, so uh, so he can uh, play longer games, yeah. and sometimes as a substitute, and sometimes from the start. So we were pretty okay on the track. So that's for me is a big mark question. What happened in mm-hmm. this time? Because it was, yeah, we, I think we have to call it like bad luck because now he's out for I'm not sure how long how long time. That's why I felt sorry for him because he we worked hard for it to create this. And of course, there's some pressure on him because everybody talks about yeah. him, and I understand that. He's a local that. lad, you know. Yes, I understand that, but he he, he deals with that pretty okay. Uh, so uh, that's what the now it was the time this time to have a start and at, at the home game, mm. uh, and everything felt very comfortable. He was doing very well on the training, and so everything was there to uh, to go to the next level for him. And then suddenly something happened like yeah. that. So yes, but. Of course, we spoke about it. Is there something there what we did wrong or differently? Because I prefer as a coach and our staff always look back. What did we do? Did mm. we do something wrong? And if we did something wrong, that we have to do it next time better. But we can't find anything what we should have done differently. So yes, I prefer to call it bad luck. But saying that, he's a player. He has these t- these things a little bit more often. So maybe there is like a kind of a relation. What what is wrong? Is there something wrong? So uh, that definitely we have to look uh, to look uh, to look at it and see if if we can find something what mm. give us some answers. But at the moment, uh, at the moment, I just want to call it bad luck. Ja, uh, i så fall er jo Paul Weins uheldigste fyr, og det kan jo godt tenkes, men jeg håper jo virkelig at de tar det på alvor igen. De har jo sagt at de har gjort det mange ganger, men det har jo egentlig ikke, det har jo ikke funket de siste to årene, har det vært uh, sammenhengende nedtur egentlig for Paul. Men det du startet med å si i sted, det handler om at uh, altså, veldig sjeldent går jeg ut på Twitter og ber folk om å altså, de ta seg sammen. Det er jo som regel sånn at vi blir beskyldt for å ja. være led på en måte flokken i en heksejakt her. Men... Uh, Någonting som är er skrevet för exempel på Twitter rätt kan ta den sista skåden till Paul det må folk rätt och slett ta sig samman och sluta upp med för uh, oavsett vilken författning Paul Andre Helland är er akkurat nu som fotbollsspelare så är er han sinnsykt värdefull för Rosenborg. Uh, det var en rörande historia som dukade upp via IBK web var det där en man, en pappa som var med sin sexårige gamla jente på fotbollskamp för första gången och jenta blev i löp av kampen Rosenborg fan och hade ett intenst önskemål om att möta någon Rosenborgspelare efter kampen ingen stilte upp ingen 
där man gick upp till tvåan efter att stå 30-40 minuter utanför garderoben efter kampen men utanför Bracka så mötte han Paul André Helland som verkligen gjorde dagen till en här ja. jenta. Såna historier går det nästan inte att på något sätt prissätt för för Rosenborgs omdöme och sin, sin sin standing som klubb. Och såna ting är er det bara Paul som gör och han är er trunder och är er supervärdefull för Rosenborg och alla som har ett hjärta för Rosenborg måste ju sällsagt hopp att han ska komma tillbaka på toppnivå en gång. Allt annat är er rätt så att inte grejt spör du mig. Det är er viktig budskap heter det är er sällan sier det till dig mycket förlossare från dig men det var ett viktigt budskap. Nu ska vi över till Tull igen. Här är er Tore Rorba. Så ser han kommer att i naboen att helvete sig. Det där skulle jag fan mig önska att jag kunde göra. Du sitter fan inte här och blåser upp sex dockor mitt på stranden. Men det här var tre manfolk. Det var två östländingar och en norrlänning som satt och diskuterade vad kvinnfolkarna namns tänkte på. så ser han först. Ja, nu sa han till henne. Hur ska jag pula idag då? Då blev henne livrädd. Flack samma vingarna sin skrek. Bak, 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 bak. Det var vår gode venn i Byåsene, for vi har jo gått over nå til... Det var fin, den. Ja, ja, den var fin. Ja, fin. Vi har gått over til <laughs> lokale... Jeg er glad vi slipper oversetten til... Jonas Næs Nilsen. Vi har tenkt å ha en lokal stafettrunde. Ja. Og nu er det Byåsen sin tur. Jonas Næs Nilsen, du leverte. Leverte, men jeg er glad vi slipper oversetten for Rini. Ja, det... Ja. We, don't, we don't want to translate that joke, Rini. There will be no translation. <laughs> Untranslatable. Men Jonas, tusen hertig takk. It's a dirty joke. It's a dirty joke. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Next uh, next week Strinheim. Ja. Um, Rini, uh, the time is running away with us. But uh, short about yourself, I, because uh, the last years Rosenborg uh, told uh, us we have to we have to find uh, a central defender with a left foot. You can take in the offense. We need the offense. a left-footed central yeah. defender. And, then, and here you came. Yeah, and you are a left-footed yes, central I defender. Am, I, am, I am a central a left-footed central defender, so probably I can play myself. But <laughs> you're only <laughs> 20 years too late. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> no, I think everyone in the world is looking for left-footed central defenders, and uh, actually we have one in the academy. Uh, you do. So we're looking forward to have him yeah. in a few years in uh, uh, on on the pitch in the first. Who's that? But if the whole world is looking for a left Torbjörn, 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 yeah, he's the yeah, captain of the yeah, Rosenborg yes, too. He's doing very well. Uh, but so now we talk about you. We can talk about Torbjörn yeah. later. And if the whole football world is looking for left-footed left central defenders, defender. yeah. how come you, how come your career didn't grow to even something even bigger? Oh, I had a very good career to be honest. You did. There, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, on a very uh, difficult moment when I was 29, uh, playing with AZ, and if you know what kind yeah. of club that is, okay club. Uh, I had a big injury on my knee, uh-huh. so otherwise I could play like that, at that position probably five, six years longer. Okay. But uh, I have to quit early in my career, and uh, and uh, the positive was that it kind of picked up my uh, coaching career a little bit quicker, because that was uh, yeah things happen as a football player so suddenly that happens and I couldn't uh, I managed to to, uh, to train for another year to find out if we can go back to the level what I wanted to do uh, but it, it wasn't so I have to quit when I was 29 so otherwise you should have probably heard a little bit more about yeah. me okay, in my so last okay. years so <laughs> then it's easy to say today <laughs> so you probably heard more so then really cool 28 years old he was more than good enough for Rosenborg yes <laughs> yes Yes. Way, way too good for us. <laughs> but you played no. in Alkmaar, yeah. in Go Ahead Eagles, and, and uh, Heracles, Heracles, and the Graafschap. And this yeah, is yeah. Uh, mid-table Eres Division clubs, isn't it? 
Uh, some of them were second, like like uh, the second division, okay. and most of them were in the in the highest division. Yeah. So in uh, Alkmaar, when uh, where Mitchell and Svensson are playing at the moment, it's yeah. a big poster of Rini Kuhn at, at the walls of <laughs> historic good players. No, no, it's not. It's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But uh, but you have your uh, but you have your family back in in the Netherlands, so you have very good time to be a Rosenborg coach. How many hours a day do you, are you? A Rosenberg coach. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm actually doing my job all the. T- I'm working with 24 hours a day. That's yeah. because I'm really enjoying to be in in football. And uh, uh, don't understand me wrong. I miss my family so now and then. They just <laughs> left a few. They just left a few days ago. So the yeah. the, the distance is not that uh, that far. So they come over so now and then. And sometimes I have some time to go. But to it's to easier to be a coach when they're not here. Or? Yes, that the benefit is it. If there was, if you if they're not here, then you have more time. Mm. Because there's no time for me. I have to go home because I have my also my lunch and my dinner here at the club. <laughs> and when I'm finished, sometimes uh, when I was director of the academy, uh, we have still training sessions in six o'clock or seven o'clock mm. in the evening. So. Uh, and it doesn't cost me so much energy because uh, 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 that's my job and that's my role and uh, I am enjoying it and it's my work but I see it just still as my hobby and that's how I do it in, as, a, as a head coach as well so okay. it's, uh, it's a lot of time but mostly I, I, I do that myself I could do it a little bit, bit less time but I'm enjoying it and so it doesn't cost me too much energy I'm enjoying my work but Peter here, uh, Peter here, and me. So we have very small kids, but you have kind of grown-up kids. Yes, it's that easier. makes things easier. It of course, it's yes. easy if they are three or four yes. years old. Yes, yes. My daughter is twenty, and my son is eighteen. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's different. But uh, do you, is that the kind of life situation you have to be in to be a Rosenberg coach? You don't have time for small kids and uh, wife no, and family. You don't have to run home at four o'clock to no, uh, get dinner or. No, it, no, it, no. It's it's a benefit if you look at uh, the way I fit in my daily program. Uh, but uh, if I have a choice, I prefer to have them around yeah. uh, because I like to see much more, and uh, that will be the perfect situation. But be- regarding circumstances, because of the education for my children, those kind of things, that it was uh, not smart to do that. So we're living separate at the moment, but we have contact every day, and they're coming in so now and then, and so uh, and sometimes probably. Uh, but I remember when they were home, they said like, yeah, "Yes, that," but. Uh, when you're living with us, you're not home as well as uh, <laughs> that much, so it's, uh-huh. it's not so much different. <laughs> so uh, they are used to do it, but they are supporting all the way through. They're all having yeah. a sport background, and uh, they also are very happy. Uh, and your son is playing football as well, and he's your daughter football, is track daughter and field. Yes. Yeah. 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 What's the what's the distance for your daughter? What the distance? What's the distance? Uh, it depends. She runs like the the 400 meters, but also like uh, when she was younger, she was a specific uh, the 800 meter runner ah, and uh, things like that. So, but uh, the 400 meters is her okay. sp- specialist. And your son is he any good? He's very good. He's very good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's uh, he is the moment 18, so he's fighting against. Can he still be a, a professional football player? Yeah. And it will be uh, getting difficult, more difficult for him now. Uh, it's still a minor chance. Uh, he missed out a few years, especially when we were in Australia. So uh, he was a pro- promising, uh, talented football player. But um, but it's getting more and more difficult these years to become a professional football player. He's very close, but uh, he still doesn't give it up. Uh, but it will be difficult for him. But that leads to an interesting question. He's Dutch, obviously. Uh, and Rosenberg, as being so uh, ideology, their ideology is kind of connected to the Dutch way of playing football. Should Rosenberg get players from Holland here? Yeah, why not? Uh, I think Rosenberg is playing for talented players all over the world, and that could be uh, a g- people from the Netherlands as well. That that's possible. 
uh, I don't see a, I don't see a problem. Uh, but at the moment they have some Dutch coaches. I think that's <laughs> that's enough. For enough? The, that's for the moment. <laughs> because now we are over step one. Vi har er som Q&A round her, altså vi har noen spørsmål å svare ja. først. Vi utfordrer å lese dem våre på å spørre Rini, og det var bra med trøkk fra, fra leserne. Et av spørsmålene var fra 100% Jesus, uh, hvem nå det ene er, er på Twitter, som stilte det spørsmålet med Nederland uh, og spillere. Um, uh, but uh, to be a little bit more private than Ole, he asked, what's the, what's the biggest point? The highlight of the, the, week, highlight for of the week for you personally. Outside football. Normal week, the week's highlight. <laughs> That football. sounds probably very boring, but uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't find something. <laughs> Nothing at all. No, I'm, I'm enjoying my time. Uh, uh, yes, I had a uh, from this week. Uh, was an enjoyable time with. Uh, uh, I'm renting an apartment in uh, in Baknandat, and uh, the family is living next to me. So I had to visit them, and uh, the plan was to have a coffee for an hour. But we were sitting together for three and a half hours oh. and talking about life and talking about everything, and they're preparing some very good food and drinks for me. And so I was, I was enjoying that time. So I like to have uh, chats with people and just talk about uh, not only about football but about life. And uh, so that's that was one of the highlights <laughs> next to my <laughs> yeah, uh, so the, uh, training sessions. Uh, a guy named Jon asks, uh, Rini, you've been here for a while now. Are you learning Norwegian? I have to, to be honest, uh, but I can't find a teacher who can give me some lessons in the night because that's the only <laughs> moment when I have some some time. No, I, I, I have to, but, uh, and I understand that uh, the difficulty is a bit that uh, everybody speaks English, so that we don't have to. Uh, but of course, I'd prefer to uh, to have that done. But I have to find a moment to take some lessons because otherwise, uh, I will not pick up the words that is because of. Uh, Everybody speaks English, but also like the dialect. Uh, it's so difficult. Uh, he speaks the dialect. It's it will be very <laughs> difficult for you to understand. In I think so. I think so. <laughs> uh, my wife is further on the track. She's having almost some lessons in the Netherlands, so she's already in the further in the lessons than me. Mm. But I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to to do that. But I have to find the right moment, the right timing, uh, when when to pick it up. And you have five words now, so you're starting. <laughs> There's a guy called Avin. He wants to credit you for using uh, quite a lot of the young guys up until now in the first games uh, because he means that for your benefit you would normally just go for the result but he says that you've done the good the young guys as well is there maybe there's not a there's nothing wrong with combining those two goals no no not at all because in the future I prefer uh, there is something to do with my role as an academy director but of course now I'm in a different role I prefer to use young boys when they are ready and um, uh, one of the things what we are uh, always looking forward to as uh, in, in in the Netherlands is to, if the players, young boys, are ready, then you have to give them a chance to play. Uh, so sort of age doesn't matter for me so much. But uh, I have to also uh, uh, react on that because also Kurde was using uh, a lot of young players. Uh, also a few of them of us uh, they got some playtime with him as well in cup games, and uh, so uh, it's not only me who did that. But then in, in the future, I'm definitely looking forward to have more players from uh, from the academy available uh, hey again, for, 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 for a first team. Yes, we have we have a few players who, uh, uh, who, who are already training with us at Tørre the moment. Jonsson er der, Peter. Vi yeah, har, Michael Jonsson, we have yeah, we Skarsem have. Uh, mot Kork I Europa fra yeah, we have Emil. He's 16 years old. He has some playtime. He's training with us. So now there there are a lot of potential players. They are not ready now to play directly first team level, but. Uh, they're coming, they're knocking on the door at the moment, so uh, we will give them chances and opportunities. One last question from uh, Eric. If you have only one ultimate goal for your managerial career, 
What is it? And it's allowed to think big. He says, your ultimate goal. Oh, as, a, as, as a manager. As a manager from, uh, from Rosenborg? As a manager. Uh, as a manager. Uh, okay, let's start with uh, <laughs> winning the league. Aha, uh-huh. for Rosenborg. Well, in this case, uh, yes. It's Should one, be one of the you're, on top, you're on top of the league now. <laughs> we are top of the league now, so we have a very good, very, very good few yeah. days ago. But uh, we have to continue doing that, and yeah. it's uh, so check on the first. Two months, ultimate dream accomplished. Uh, vi ska ta. Du lovade jingle Petter på Ukas lag. Det har du inte hållt. Nej. Jag kan inte synga, men det vill du kanske inte. Nej, det vill jag inte. Men kommer det? Kanske. Team of the week, uh, Rini. I'm just. Uh, I'm curious about uh, whether you. Whether you follow the, the Norwegian league or the local teams, we can check you out there. Keeper på Ukas lag, Henrik Bakke Nardo, kaptein for uh, laget som vann tre når vi kjeldes oss. Og han er jo fra Lillehammer, fra Anders Tronsland, og jeg snakket med Tronsen i sted. Uh, han synes han er litt tynn i feltet, men ekstremt god en mot en defensivt da. Han er liksom første som keper som kommer spidra inn mot den. Uh, men Nardo oppe på 9. plass, plutselig. Ja, bra. Second division, uh, Rini, do you have... Have you seen Nardo play? No, I saw some some games, but not enough uh, information enough to have an opinion about an, uh, a kind of individual player. No. Great. No. <laughs> 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 Honest. Uh, Backfire, da, med Hørebæk, uh, Ingerand og Hole. Og det er litt uh, for gamle ørnhjerter, så banker vel litt ekstra. Hun spiller i fart. Uh, og det er grunnen til at hun er med, for at uh, hun er i ferd med å skyte fart opp en division. Hun spiller jo bak i der. Hun spiller jo egentlig Vesterbæk også, men er Hørebæk her i dag, og det er en grund til det. Ja. Fordi Byåsen, som vi snakket så mye om i vår, dem er i ferd med å miste det. Dem er jo sånn mid-table-lag nå, Petter, mens fart ligger langt opp, opprykk. Har vi overgangsnyheter på Byåsen nå? Han har bare ikke en, uh, en liten tur i Australien nå, men når han kommer tilbake, og så kjæres han til Alex Gursberg, ja. så skal hun spille for Byåsen, sier Ryktan. Så det er jo en solid forsterkning. Det er en ren overgangs... Uh, ren overgangsnyhet oh. på damefotball i fronten. Stoppeparet, det er fra lavere divisjoner. Uh, ja, vi kan si at uh, vi kan si at vi burde hatt med mer fra Ranheim og Rosenborg, men de slapp nå en tre goler. Jeg sa til Hansen i stedet, han kom forbi meg, tre goler, Hansen, det er sjelden vare. Han var enig i det, han var skuffet selv også. Men uh, mitt stoppeparet er Rodgers Kaljango fra Kolstad, Dem vant over Gjøvikløen i helga Livsviktig seier for dem i tredje divisjon Han er hentet fra Morsjøen ja. Og så har du Emil Lernes i Heimdal Heimdal er i fjerde divisjon Level 5 Emil Lernes Nevler du hvem? No Sentral da i 5-1 seieren over Rørvik Og poenget er ikke at uh, For det er ikke for å gjøre nar av, av Heimdal Men de har et potensial der som ikke helt har fått ut Nå ser det ut at de har litt mer back on track Det er jo han tidligere Rosenborg-spilleren Kristian Sætemon som har styrt Heimdal I noen år, jeg vet ikke om han er det lenger nå Men han har i hvert fall prøvd å bygge et eller annet der Og så kommer venstrebekken Og I probably think you heard about the left back Alexander Fosnes, Ranheim Very good game against uh, Molde Helped you. Yes, the, the boys did, the boys did, the boys did a great job. <laughs> did you send yeah, them yeah, flowers fantastic. or a cake or anything? No, I didn't. Uh, I have to find out the addresses from these boys to send them <laughs> something. No, no, I think it's it's fantastic what they did, and uh, they have already a very good season till now. And uh, we had some difficulties uh, with them as well in both games actually. Yeah. So uh, no, it's fantastic to see them how they develop as a as a team and as a squad. That's also a big compliment for the coaching staff there as well. And they're all, you know, the most of them, those guys, they are Rosenborg fans. And when they played you here at Lerkendal, yeah. a, a few of them actually sang along with Bilde Tony yeah, Ivers, the uh, hymn before the game. If I look at that game, remember, like, full house, fantastic circumstances, the blue sky, the sun was there, two fantastic teams playing a fantastic game. Ah, it was such a, such a great 
to look at that game from the stand. Ja. Uh, det var uh, was fantastic. Men Fosnes alltså han är er, uh, så hörde den med att uh, Fon Vitteri blev tatt ut på U21 lagslag idag så det var högerback och som är er strålande Rolheim. Ja. Mittbanan vi gör som Rini Kolen, vi snur ven på mittbanan och spelar med två centrala en offensiv och det är er Mats Ingebrigtsen då han får stå för Ingebrigtsen upptur i perioden här efter en lite tuff juli för Famirin. Lissingebrixen, han är er lattle viktig för Tillebyen. Nu var det en mot Brumundalen. De har vunnit sex eller sju på rad för det och han här eh, Mats har varit strålande. Han är er ju egentligen allt för god för tredjedivisionen men han spelar nog där. Ja. Ole Selnes, lite kontrast då, men Sankt Etienne har spelat allt från start så långt Peter i den centrala rollen för Sankt Etienne. Ole Selnes is that the player you could bring back home and want him back home? <laughs> I'm not sure, but the, uh, the type of player and the quality of that player is always welcome, I think. And, uh, <laughs> I have some really uh, good news for you because he was uh, he has been a guest in this podcast for a couple of times, and every time he says, my plan is to come back to Rosenberg and play for Rosenberg before I'm on the downhill of my career. Okay. Of course, we never know when that moment is coming. Come <laughs> maybe, maybe. So yeah, hang on well, to the job. Yeah, maybe he's back next year. You never know. You never know. But Selne has played all. The offensive of Tiern, it is Vegard Erlin Sandesulf. Herlig strømpe mot Viking. Slo Viking 3-0. Han er fra akademiet. He's from New York Academy. Rini, Vegard Erlin Sandesulf played in the academy two years ago, last year. Tried a new challenge in Sandes. Ex- played extremely good game against Viking Sunday. Angrepstrion da, høyreving er Ermal Haidari Levanger. Endelig en liten opptur da for Levanger, Petter, etter å være tapt og tapt og tapt og tapt og tapt og tapt og tapt. Uavort mot kon- mitt kongsvinger da. Uh, han var med på der proffdrømmen på Sverige, han. Uh, Ermal Haidari, men uh, var nummer to der. Og nu dunket han goller for Levanger. Is it, uh, is it of any... Does it mean anything for Rosenborg that Levanger stays in the first division? Is that any, is that a, is that something at all? Yes, of course, because it's an opportunity for us to uh, to have some players there as well. We are supporting the coach. Uh, he has some difficulties at the moment, yes. but he has already proven that he's a good coach. Uh, so it's not easy his job at the moment. And hopefully, he gets the support he he deserves and he he needs to continue doing his role. So now I then have a chat with him. Uh, but well, he's a fantastic person and a good coach. Uh, so uh, for us, uh, I prefer that he that he stays in, and that will also be uh, using uh, also like opportunities to have sometimes a player there, yes, yeah. on uh, on loan. So yes, uh, it will be fantastic if they can stay in the division. Stay in the division. Yeah, we'll be sent to Nordstan. Stay in division. Stay in division. Okay. Vänsterkant. Ooh, ah, Jebali. I say, ooh, ah, Jebali. I'm song there, bro. Did you hear it? Yes, I heard yeah. it. Yeah. And you you heard of Marek Sapara? He was the big he- hero here ten years ago. Ooh, ah, Sapara. Yeah, it's the same song. Yeah. They have adopted it for the for the ballet. So you can certainly see that it was a little bit on tatt on spark and a little, maybe a little bit on snart, but they sang it and they meant it. Are you surprised what he has done for you the last game since he came? I mean, it's like all of football Norway is very surprised. Yeah. No, not not surprised. You know why? Of course, he has to do it and he has to adapt. And uh, and then uh, if if you score if your first goal in in your home debut like that. But uh, it's not surprised because the way we looked at him and the way we analyzed him, that's what he did. Like even the the first goal, the chip. It's not the first time that he scored a goal like that. So I, I know that he's capable to do that. And coming inside and have a shot on goal, that's what we know from him. But uh, we will, uh, of course, he has to show it with us, and that's what he's doing now. So hopefully he continue doing. He's continue doing. For Erik da så var det en forsmod spis i Rindal som ikke kom på laget efter at score fire goler. 
Norrøyboll It's your time to shine Fordi han uh, skårer tre igen, Og det var jo mot slåttene to Så det er godt ned i grøten Men han har et, er det 24 goller på 12 matcher ja. Det er brukbart Røyboll med du er inne på laget Slår faktisk da ut Niklas Bentner Petter til tross for en kanonmatch av Bentner ja. Mot uh, Nå glemte jeg hva han var Godse Godse, ja um, Local striker at level 6 Beats Bentner on Timo de Vik Rini, hva du sier? What did he do? A local striker playing on the sixth level, level six. It's he preferred. Beats Bender, beats Bender on the team of the week. <laughs> says everything. Week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Says that, everything about Ola as a coach. That that can happen. Also, mean you that Van Wijkans Robert Solstaber feels a big goal. He has scored eight more than that in two matches. So when you have with Roy Bolme, so he has Robert done five kasses against Strindheim two and hat trick against Lexvik in the match before. Minst like good. Robert Solstaber, we talk. That means at vi ikke rakk, og nu er vi straks ferdig uh, og snakke om at uh, Tottenham, did du si Tottenham? We are both Spurs supporters, beat United 3 I didn't saw the game, I heard anything about it, but uh, I didn't I didn't watch it, so uh, I can't I You can't, missed uh, something big? Yes, I heard, I heard Something it. fantastic, heard do you have yeah. your own English team? You, uh, is there a team for you somewhere? Actually, actually not specific from when I was younger time I was always looking forward to see Liverpool That's also Liverpool was one of the teams where I did my uh, pro-licing course because I was visiting, visiting uh, Liverpool at the time when Hoye was there. So, uh, nah, not specific. Actually, I don't have that with specific teams because I just wa- like just to watch games. Just 20 for him. 20, that's just because of I grew up there and uh, that's the area where I live. Uh, but, but that means that you saw Stig Inge play for Liverpool then? Sorry? The Stig Inge Bjørn? No, no, no. You, no, did, you never no. saw him play? No, I didn't, uh, yeah, of course I saw him playing yeah. but not, uh, not in this Liverpool uh, time, no. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Men ska vi då ta med helt slut att du tegnar på det väntande lite förr eller ska vi bara låta det passa? Jag prövar nog att ställa ett frågeställ om kärleken då han är ju världens mest förälskade fyr men det vill jag inte snacka om så det är inte mycket mer att säga si om det. Nej, det är grejt. Jag sa bara, "Vi ska spela om det här igen så blir det länge till vi snackas nästa gång." Okej, okay, då får vi se vad som sker nästa gång. Eh, tusen tack. Thanks a lot. You understand that? Tusen welcome. tack. Du har köpt övertal. Really cool. Thanks a lot for tomorrow. this. You're welcome tomorrow. We're leaving for uh, Macedonia. Yes. Big game. It is. It is the biggest it is. of this uh, fall. For this time, uh, probably the biggest uh, game till now. I'm um, hopefully there will coming some more bigger games coming up. Of course. But uh, yeah, this is the, this is a very important for us as a team, uh, for the coach, but for the club, mm. most important. So uh, yeah, have we have to, to do the job and uh, stop them from scoring then. Yes, and uh, we have to score ourselves. Yeah. Well. Stor dag på många måter i Macedonia på torsdagen ja. Fra skal de samtidig ha en folkeavstemning om hva landet skal hete For at uh, ja. Hellas mener at det ikke skal hete Makedonia Det skal hete Nord-Makedonia Så ja. det blir tøffe takk Det blir Uriks-podcast neste uke <laughs> Petter Ternekast, fem på engelsken, jeg tar en treer Vi snakkes Hei NTE bidrar til at idretten i Trøndelag Kan ta vare på gode ideer og gode talenter Vi gir tilbake og støtter trøndersk bredde og toppfotball. Sjekk ut nte.no for mer info. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 